0: Do, do 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 welcome back to cop monologuing
1: i'm ryan kunzer
0: and i'm errol koenig guess what ryan winter is here that's right we're talking about game of thrones uh no i'm not sure we have time for that today oh we, oh that's right we were talking about war of the planet of the apes uh, getting uh, season no no on. no not 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 quite try again wait so we, we don't you don't have time for Game of Thrones. You don't have time for Planet E so Are we doing Dunkirk? Uh No. Valerian? Fourth Time's a Charm? No. No. Are we not talking about the Emoji Movie? No one liked that uh, s**t. I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> we have way
1: too much news to talk about any of that. We might get to the Emoji Movie, but you know, uh, the past two weeks uh, have been very full of, of news for us to cover between the D23 Expo and San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, every franchise, TV show, comic, everything has some kind of news for us. So we have to delve right in and give you all the news from d D23 Expo, and San Diego Comic-Con. That's
0: right. So there's so much news, and let's start with one of the, the, I think, possibly one of the things I'm most excited for. Dan Scanlon, uh, the director uh, and one of the creative forces behind Monsters University, announced that with Pixar, he is creating a brand new film, another Pixar original, which we haven't had one in a minute. Uh, so I'm... In a minute? Yeah, not not in a minute. It's been at least two minutes since the last original Pixar movie. <laughs> since, um, oh, is it Good Dinosaur? Uh, good Dinosaur, uh, then Inside Out, where the... There's yeah. so many sequels with Finding Dory and Cars 3, and Toy Story 4, and Incredibles 2, which, don't, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I, you know, loved half of them and excited for the other half. So that being said i am really excited for these uh uh pixar originals um so so far we don't know that much about this movie uh but what we do know is that we have are being taken into a suburban fantasy world uh in this new film yes. and i'm very excited it sounds
1: in suburban fantasy world sounds kind of like uh Oh, is it the the setting for Edward Scissorhands? That's what it makes me think of.
0: Hmm. It makes me think of Stuck in the Suburbs. Um, which, by the way, classic Disney Channel original. Um, <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> early Karen Killam. Uh, it's, like, good stuff. Uh, that being said, uh, I am very excited for this movie. Um, I don't know anything about it other than that, but neither does anyone else, so yeah i am always
1: down for pixar originals because they have a uh, almost
0: perfect track record if not perfect track record so yeah I, will... I i would say that at least critically have done really well in all of their original films um not yeah. not everyone loved the good dinosaur um i thoroughly enjoyed it but you know also yeah i'm a Mm-hmm. I'm very Pixar biased, and that I often have Pixar lenses whenever I see anything of theirs. I'm just automatically in. Um, yeah, and I guess Brave and Cars were the other two that weren't necessarily super resonant with, or with like everyone that saw it. But that being said, still making money, and it's still all, all good, yeah. all enjoyable uh, Pixar fun. So.
1: But other things very excited for. Uh, Disney's upcoming Aladdin movie has got a cast now. Yes. uh, Which includes uh, Will Smith, Mm -hmm. Mena Massound, and Naomi
0: Scott. Okay, so before we get into this, Ryan, I have a question for you. uh What do you think of Will Smith as the genie? I mean, the genie...
1: Robin Williams did such an iconic role that it's hard for anyone to live up to that. But I think Will Smith can, uh, you know, make it his own in a way that will be acceptable to people, I'm
0: sure. Okay. So before I respond to that, I have asked a couple people the same question. Uh huh. And the response, their first response, is always one of two things. One, why are they even making an Aladdin movie or two Will Smith or you know you can't replace Robin Williams those are the two responses I get every time I have never gotten the answer saying Will Smith I really like him I think he or he might have a good interpretation or Will Smith I don't think he'll do a good job no one has ever just given me what do you think of Will Smith in the role (laughs) First response is always something different unrelated to the question I ask every time i just i find that fascinating I, it's it's really
1: yeah no that is interesting but it i mean it is a testament to i guess a people uh being surprised that disney is continuing to make live action remakes of mm-hmm. all of their movies yeah. or b, you know it's a testament to how uh, how good of a job robin williams did
0: yeah and, and i mean w- w- without a doubt i mean i don't want, i definitely don't want to diminish how amazing robin williams you know was as the genie um mm-hmm. but i just i just find it really cool that no one no one answers that question uh yeah or at least right off the bat that being said um i agree with you uh i actually think will smith is going to be a good genie i think he's going to bring his own you know flair to it He's one of the yeah. most entertaining people in general. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably the one thing you kind of have to be with the genie. You just have to be an entertaining person. Robin Williams is just yeah. an entertaining person. Will Smith might not be able to do all of like the little things like uh, you know, do all the impressions and all of that stuff as well, mm-hmm. but he just has this personality that's just so contagious and so happy yeah. and all that good stuff. And I think he'll... He'll actually be a really good, uh, a a, a really good genie. I don't know. I mean, he probably won't live up to Robin Williams, just because Robin Williams is, you know, one of the if not the greatest of all time. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, whatever. I mean, Um, Will
1: Smith is charismatic and, you know, uh, like as you said, an entertainer in his own right and mm-hmm. i think he will do great he'll just do it you know in his style it'll be different and yeah. how much people like different when you know how much he can survive when compared to you know something as great as robin williams performance it's hard it's to very say true. but i think it's very true it'll be good it'll be different and it'll just be a question of how much people respond to different
0: yeah i i I agree with that um but yeah what do you think of the uh, other two i guess cast cast members uh mina masad and naomi scott i don't know if i pronounced mana mina uh, minay i don't know how to pronounce his name so i apologize but you get the point ryan what uh, do you have any opinions on those two i'll be honest i don't recognize them okay So. so here is my opinion I, I didn't recognize Mina Mena. what whatever. I didn't recognize him, uh-huh. but I kind of like having them go with a no-name actor, or at least a smaller name actor, uh, yeah. you know, in this role, just because I think it would work well. It, it'll be easier for, you know, audiences to distance themselves from the original, uh, or not distance up themselves from the original, but, like, the comparisons won't be like, well, that guy doesn't look like Aladdin or whatever. Yeah. It's legit. it's He's kind of just like a blank slate, um, which I think is mm-hmm. good. That being said, uh, Naomi Scott, I do know who she is. She played the pink Ranger in Power Rangers. Oh, uh, she is from the UK and I believe her uh, mother is Indian. I am not positive, but, uh, somewhere on some side of her family is some Middle Eastern or South Asian uh, descent Mm -hmm. so yeah originally I I was skeptical just because I viewed her as a white person and I thought that was a no no but yeah if her mom is or if she has family then it's I'm fine with it yeah but yeah but yeah that that being said she was good in power rangers and she'll probably be a perfectly great jasmine so yeah all right so also coming up from uh
1: disney is one uh, a movie i didn't wasn't sure i would be excited for but same thanks to the trailer that re- they uh recently released i now am uh, a wrinkle in time got its trailer Mm -hmm. Uh, you know and it looks like a sort of grand spectacle sort of movie just judging from the trailer Mm -hmm. there's lots of color there's lots of adventure you know kids going out and going to new places kind of movie and you know it looks like it'll be really fun yeah
0: definitely i mean i i agree with you it's it's a book that i had when i was little but i never read Mm -hmm. um just because Reading Um, Fair enough But yeah so I didn't really know what to expect going into it But I'm a big fan of Ava DuVernay Uh, I'm a big fan of Oprah Um, Yeah And when I saw the trailer I was like This looks Really interesting It's I don't I have no idea what's gonna Go what's happening what's going on but like It's It has piqued my interest Uh, You know to the point that you know, while maybe before I might have not gone out to see the movie, I think I'm gonna get to the theaters and you know, see this movie when yeah. when it comes out. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, I read this book when I was very young, and so I don't remember much of it, uh, but I do remember enjoying it very much. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I'm going into into this as like the best of all worlds, and that I am optimistic. Uh, okay. but also everything feel, will feel kind of new yeah that, I think so. that's
0: that, that's a good way to go into it uh, because you know it's it's the type of thing where uh, le- like a lot of times when you're going into like a movie that's based on a book you have the book so firmly ingrained in your brain that the fact that the movie just won't cover everything every little detail that the book covers I know people get annoyed with that yeah and i think and you, the fact that you read this such a long time ago uh i think makes it so it feels fresh so that the tiny details that you might normally nitpick are you know don't matter as much
1: yeah and you know this isn't a you know thousand page lord of the rings book this is like a 150 page kids book so you know mm-hmm. them It'll be much easier for them to, you know, both be faithful and then also have their own take on it yeah. in a way that will work well, I
0: think. Yeah, without a doubt. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I mean also at the D twenty three Expo, they talked about a whole bunch of different movies and all the all their really exciting Disney stuff coming up. Um you know, because we have so much news, we definitely can't get into it all, but there was a really cool graphic that they showed. With every Walt Disney Studios release coming over the next two and a half years, you know, until the end of 2019. Yeah. And they list every movie, uh, you know, some expected, you know, such as Thor Ragnarok and Coco as the next big ones and The Last Jedi. Others, mm-hmm. less expected. Um, like, I had no idea they were making a Nutcracker. Um, yeah, yeah. But so that should be cool. There's also a, a Disney tune, uh, an untitled Disney tune that they have yet to announce. So those two things didn't see coming and, you know, I'm excited. Should be good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, there was also, I didn't know there was a Mary Poppins or a Dumbo movie
0: coming. Oh, yeah. Those are, th- those I knew about mainly uh, because, um, well, for Mary Poppins, They've started having some of the early casts that's emily blunt um playing mary poppins uh lin-manuel miranda he's going to be uh doing something in the cast i forget exactly if it's the same plot or a different plot or what's going on but uh Uh hamilton's going to be in it um and then for dumbo that's tim burton so we're going to get some weird adaptation of dumbo and i think I'm interested in seeing where they're going to go because Dumbo is a very basic story that was made, I guess, at the beginning of animation, and I think Dumbo can actually be pretty good. It's kind of like The Jungle Book in that it's not one of these beloved animated movies that everyone's loved for years. I mean, it is, but it's not on, like, Mm -hmm. the same level as The Lion King or... Um, beauty and the beast, and the or, beast yeah. or mulan which is also on that list casted by the greatest casting director of all time shout out to cousin debbie zane um <laughs> yeah so it's there's there's lots of good stuff so we'll see um if either of those will be good but you know as usual optimistic high hopes low expectations and hopefully we'll get to watch some good movies
1: so take a look in the show notes. We have a, a link for all of these, but take a look at the graphic and plan
0: out the next you know three years of your life Yes, uh, as you go and watch all these great movies. I already have them already on my calendar, and I have a perfect amount of time beforehand that I know that I can get snacks and then when to stop having snacks just so I don't overlap my digestive system with the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's go be sure to plan out for that. But keeping with Disney, kind of, uh, they also were at Comic-Con because Disney and Marvel, one and the same, Marvel had a bunch of news come out. Yeah. So I guess to start things off, the Defenders, they released some new stuff. Mainly a trailer and a teaser for the new show. I have not watched either of these because trailers are bad but <laughs> uh there's I mean, apparently a lot of good stuff and including in the teaser they gave us the first look at the punisher uh, or marvel's Punisher, or the punisher which the, the new show by itself um but the punisher yeah. by itself so that it's all yes. good stuff if you enjoy watching trailers by all means watch them enjoy them don't tell me what happens
1: i i have watched it uh i will say that you know it it's clearly supposed to be you know avengers style you know people with avengers light know, yeah basically people with different abilities learning to work and fight together for the greater good you know that sort of thing you yeah. know just taking place at night and in abandoned <laughs> warehouses <laughs> yep that's that sounds <laughs> about right
0: uh yeah yeah so that's that's cool and i am really excited uh for those shows uh when they come out um but we got some time until that happens later this year uh, the defenders comes out in august right yeah some um, that's next month time flies when you're having fun right yeah <laughs> wow so so get get ready Errol. that's snuck up you on me a, i'm very got excited some watching now. to do all right. Um. But keeping with the defenders, um, their most punchy of superheroes, uh, Iron Fist. <laughs> they also mm-hmm. had some news. Um, mainly that it was confirmed a season two, and that yep. it was getting a new showrunner. Um. So these are both relatively big deals. Um. You know, one great because we get to see more Iron Fist. Um. I mean, I already talked about all of its shortcomings. Uh. You know, a while a while back. Um, after it premiered yeah. uh know, it wasn't necessarily great but i think this new season hopefully what they'll be able to do is they'll be able to take this character where it leaves off from at the end of the defenders and kind of treat it like you know a new creative force taking over the character kind of like in the comics when you have a new writer taking over a character um yeah i hope it's something like that where they're able to maybe not completely change the character but go you know, a different route that is more satisfying than they did uh, with Iron Fist uh, season one. So
1: So Raven Metzner is stepping up as the showrunner for season two. And Scott Buck was the showrunner for the first season. Yes.
0: Um, What else had uh, Metzger done again? Trying to open the tab that it accidentally closed. That gave me <laughs> his backstory. Because uh, I remember he did something... He's done good stuff before. Um, oh, Sleepy that's right.
1: Hollow, Heroes Reborn, and Falling Skies.
0: And those are all shows that, you know, maybe not the best critically received, but definitely had a following. And... Yeah. Also kind of fit with the tone and where I could potentially see it going. And, you know... I f- mm-hmm. think you know metzner not metzger um metzner should probably do a good job so i, I think excited. so
1: it seems like something right up his
0: alley yeah so. it definitely fits in with the vibe of his other his other stuff um so yeah yep keeping it with marvel tv let's switch over to the uh freeform tv show uh new warriors yeah. I'm so excited for this show. Like, so excited. Like, out of all of the yeah. uh, recently announced but hasn't premiered Marvel TV shows, or really any superhero TV shows, this has. This has vaulted to the top of my list, mainly because of the casting. I mean, yes. So. so. I, have you heard of any of these people before? Uh, so, New Warriors announced their cast um, with uh, Moanya, or. Milana uh, Vintraub, uh Derek Feller, Jeremy Tardy, Callum worthy uh, Matthew Moy, and Kate Comer. Have you heard of any of these people before?
1: I recognize one or two of their faces, uh, but I do not know their
0: names. Okay, so I am very excited uh, for this show. So going down the list, starting at the top, uh, we're getting Milana hmm. uh Wine tribe as squirrel girl she is you would recognize her probably you would you definitely recognize her uh as the uh, at and girl ah and all the at and yep, that commercials yeah that's where you recognize her but like she's also great and i've seen her in a couple of the other tv shows she's done and on that midnight yeah and she's super funny and i really like her so i'm super pumped about that um awesome first and foremost um but then also going down the list, uh, we have Callum Worthy as Speedball, who uh, played Zeke in Austin and Alley, which is a TV show that my little sister loved and I watched. And I thought that this guy was, you know, kind of stupid, but like in a really fun and endearing way. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like a young Rob Hubel, uh, which is definitely a comparison for for comedy nerds. And almost no one else, <laughs> but yep, I mean, he kind of looks like Rob Hubel's son in a in this world in a weird alternate reality, whatever. So I think he's gonna be yeah. great. Um, uh, Matthew Moy, uh, you know, he's been on Two Broke Girls. And he was he has been uh, he, he's a funny character on that show. Uh, the mm-hmm. others, uh, Kate Comer, I. Don't know what she's been in before. Or I don't, I don't recognize what she's been in before, but hopefully she's good. Yeah. Um, what you else? Know, looking
1: at them, I, I'm struck mm-hmm. by how much they look exactly like the characters they're supposed to be portraying.
0: Yeah, and I think that like, is very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so. So. I'm very excited for this TV show. I think it's going to be awesome. I love Squirrel Girl. Um, she has one of my favorite comics. Um, just the Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl series has come out relatively recently. I guess the two series that have come out relatively recently. Um, yeah. They're great. Uh, so, yeah. Super excited for the show. Um, and we will we will get to see it soon. Hopefully. Soon sometime in 2018 it says so. yeah i mean it's a long it's a long time away but also yeah
1: it's it's no defenders but it's
0: soon yeah that's <laughs> that's, that's we got a while to go um <laughs> all right keeping it with marvel tv uh in humans the new tv show also they did uh showed a new trailer i think um uh at a, one of the events. But most importantly, the news that we've gotten this week was that it is confirmed that they will have a crossover with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Which is awesome because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is supposed to, I guess, take place in this world of, you know, Marvel, and, you know, at least in our minds when it was made, it's supposed to be the link between the movies. Yeah it's never really done that and that's fine because the show went a different route and whatever, but Mm -hmm. the fact that they're able to now interact with like another franchise and other superheroes, um, you know, that exists on their own, uh, you know, it could, yeah, it, 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 it could be good again. Also as, as with crossovers, they can get very robotic and, forced Mm -hmm. so we do have to take it with a grain of salt but that being said it's i'm excited any any marvel on marvel action is (laughs) is exciting for me is yeah you know i'm
1: (laughs) i'm very much looking forward to this you know like you said agents of shield was always supposed to kind of be this crossover between the movies that never really happened and is kind of ambiguously attached to the marvel universe uh but the fact that it's kind of getting its own universe now i'm very excited for you know uh i don't know or i would i would be surprised if uh, the new Warriors TV show also had a crossover, but it is possibility, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, I, being... I think with, with those shows on Freeform, um, which used to be ABC Family, now they're trying to do their own thing. I don't know if we'll do it. It might be more like the Netflix-Shield relationship. Um, yeah. But we'll find out. I mean, all mm-hmm. same deal with uh, The Runaways, which is also, you know, that's going to be on Hulu and we don't know how those platforms will play with each other um yeah so yeah
1: but yeah the, the inhumans is definitely the most natural for there to be a crossover yeah with. there's
0: a very easy crossover with the agents of shield tv show and all that um you know also i'm just i'm excited for to watch this movie or watch this tv show on imax for the first two weeks um, yeah i know it's a slight change of not a change of topic but like still it's exciting and i like and i want to watch it so yeah that's coming
1: Yep. so i'll just look forward to seeing you know a giant teleporting dog appear on agents of shield yeah
0: All right, so n- yes giant teleporting dog i'm so excited for lockjaw one of the greatest characters ever I was about to do a transition to the next thing, but you got me excited about Lockjaw. (laughs) Now now I'll do the transition. On to smaller news. Hey. Uh, We got new casting for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Yes. They cast their Janet Van Dyne as the legendary uh, actress, Michelle Pfeiffer.
1: Yeah. You know, that is... uh... I mean, obviously, that's a very big name to be bringing in, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm very excited to see what they're gonna do with her. Yeah, uh, but Ant Man and the Wasp is coming together to be, I think, a pretty, pretty good movie. Not that I ever doubted it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, they, they, they it's, I don't, I don't know anything about the story, um, yet because they haven't released much. Uh, but a lot of the original cast is coming back. Like, they also just announced that Judy Greer, who played uh, S- Scott's ex-wife, um, she's coming back. Mm-hmm. And also his daughter's mom, or Scott's daughter's mom. Um, which I think that's good, because keeping that family element in there, even if it is a broken yeah. family, I, as I've mentioned before, family is one of the most important things for me in a movie. And I will mm-hmm. appreciate that they're keeping that in there. So, yeah,
1: and it's not something many of the other Marvel movies have. I mean, they have it in Guardians, but I mean, Captain America doesn't have a family. Yeah, it's it's very know, different. for every kinda. other
0: every other every other superhero, in other than Spider Man, really, uh, yeah. currently doesn't have an actual family. No one has daughters. They're, they're not a single superhero has a daughter, except for Clint Barton, yeah. which they covered in uh, uh, Age That's of Ultron. Um, which I like that part in Age of Ultron, even though some people didn't. Um, Me too. i 100% down for that. Yeah. But still, can it, argue it, with it, the haters You know, He's time. barely a superhero. You know what? Clint Barton's not a superhero. He's just a hero. Damn straight. Because he doesn't have any superpowers.
1: He's just a super guy. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So that should be good. Um, yeah. More Marvel movie news. Uh, Captain Marvel. They have started releasing some info. Um, mainly two huge things. One, it's going to be set in the nineties. Yeah. Which is awesome because I think that actually will work really well. Um. Rather than shoehorning the character into, you know, the middle of Infinity War, like mm-hmm. I would, like they might have done, which would not have been good. Um, they're able to, I guess, establish this character and, you know, make it work in something that's separate enough from Infinity War that it can live by itself. It kind of, in the sense or same way that Wonder Woman did. Yeah. Um, so that'll be great. And the other big piece of news is that Nick Fury is going to be in it with two eyes.
1: Yes, so back in the 90s, you know, before Nick Fury was the, uh, the eye-patched badass that we know him today. Yeah, back when he, he trusted was, people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, So maybe we'll get to see him lose his eye. Who knows? Uh, but apparently the scroll... The scrolls, the alien race—oh, that too. Will yes. also be in it. Yeah, the yeah. scrolls
0: are in, which is like, that's kind of big news, because the scrolls, mm-hmm. at least as far as on our or my knowledge went, uh, were uh, controlled by Fox. Yeah, they are very closely associated with the Fantastic Four, so I thought that Fox had their rights, and it turns out they didn't, or either. Yeah. It might have been the deal with Legion and Gifted, the two Fox TV shows that we'll get to in a minute. Um, that sure. when Marvel said, "Hey, you can make these X Men TV shows, but we want the scrolls, that might have been the trade. Because mm-hmm. I think a while ago we speculated about you know how these things or like how how these X Men TV shows came to be, and you know I think it's starting to make sense. I originally thought it yeah. would have been fantastic 4 for these TV shows but that you know would have been too much to give up for uh Fox. Yeah. They would be selling fantastic 4 for pennies on the dollar. So
1: yeah. Um you yeah. know, I also think it'll be uh interesting or I don't know. It's interesting to note at least that uh mm-hmm. you know, Thor Ragnarok has this kind of 70s vibe and Guardians of the Galaxy had a 80s vibe 80s, and, 80s, yeah you know, yeah and captain marvel's gonna be set in the 90s you know and then you know iron man was set in 2008 so we're just kind of running the whole gambit now
0: yeah and, and, you know. and i think it's kind of necessary because with all of these superhero movies and as we've discussed with spider-man um that the timeline gets w- crazy oh yeah uh and it gets really hard to follow uh, with all that it's you know you have to fit it makes sense to like put some movies like back in time and figure out spaces yeah. to do it and you know maybe not have all the movies be in real time like how yeah. it felt for a while so and it also it gives them variation as well
1: so they don't all feel the same
0: yeah I, I agree, they all have different vibes, different tones, and I think that definitely works and helps prolong uh the superhero renaissance, you know, rather than having every movie become carbon copies of each other. It's they're allowing them to grow and be unique and have their own, you know, strengths and weaknesses. So I think that yeah, that is good uh for the uh good for the superhero genre. Absolutely. Yeah. So well, speaking of superhero genre and the aforementioned uh, X-Men TV shows and the aforementioned Fantastic Four, there is a new movie in development over at Fox uh, developed yeah. by Legion's creator, Noah Hawley, or Legion, the TV show's creator, Noah Hawley. And he's going to be making a Doctor Doom movie.
1: Yeah, this one, uh, I'll be honest, completely blindsided me. Yeah. i was not at all expecting that neither was i it's
0: it's the type of thing that i kind of thought that the fantastic four was going you know having a slow death in the hands of fox yeah but when they announced this movie as someone who wants the rights to go back to marvel just because i wanted i, I want everything in one one universe as someone yeah. who who wants that i got i i got upset but like in a good way cuz this movie is probably going to be really good noah halley is amazing legion yeah. is such a good tv show he also does fargo and i haven't seen fargo but people love fargo um, and i think having such a good develop such a good creative mind on you know on on, on this movie Uh, will definitely help it be better than yeah you know and the last fantastic four
1: yeah and a doctor doom movie doesn't feel like something where the studio said hey we want this movie you know hire some people it feels like the sort of thing where you know noah howley came up and said hey i have this
0: great idea
1: can i yeah i'm sure
0: noah howley has an amazing relationship with fox and uh you know, the Marvel people at Fox. Because um, he did such a great job with Legion. They were like, if you have any other ideas that you want to go into, let us know. And he yeah, came up with Doctor Doom. Yeah. And dang it. I'm really excited <laughs> for this. I don't want to be. I know. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I, we have no details about you know any storyline or characters or casting or anything yet it's just it'll be a doctor doom movie and we all get to sit here and you know wait on the
0: edge of our seats to find out more I'm going to be honest oh. I don't want to know anything about this show or this movie before it comes out and now yeah it, it's the type of thing um where kind of like legion it's I didn't want to know like, knowing something going into it, I feel, will diminish the experience of actually watching it. Yeah. Um, and not that knowing stuff will make it a bad movie, but, like, the fact that with, um, you know, with Legion, that I have no idea what's going on at any moment, and that I, uh-huh. you know, I don't know what to expect. And, like, going into Legion, I just knew that it was an X-Men TV show, and that looked kind of cool. And the fact that there was this mind warping, whatever it was, was was really mm-hmm. effective.
1: Yeah, you yeah. especially yeah. for Legion. I think you know it was it, Legion in particular uh, benefited from not knowing anything because they want you to not know anything.
0: Yeah, and I, or to, I,
1: to experience it in that certain way
0: and i feel like noah howley is the type of i guess creator that would work best with this type of i guess rollout or with this with that type of because he's done it well you know like i said with legion and he's also doing it with, with fargo and i think the less that i know going into you know this movie the better mm. and more surprising it'll be so Yeah. You will definitely see. But speaking of X Men and learning things before uh, the actual product comes out, uh, a new gifted trailer has been dropped.
1: Yeah. So, uh, another of Fox's uh, X Men TV shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so this one. Let's see. Uh, the gifted is about uh, some kids who are kind of discovering their own mutant powers yeah and, uh, going through that but the uh, I have not i have not seen this trailer neither have I but...
0: um I saw the first trailer the teaser trailer which you know had these kids with like a at a vending machine and first realizing what's going on and you know I'm not necessarily sure if what type of TV show this will be, um, but again, I'm looking forward to watching it, and I don't want to know what's going on, so I'm gonna keep my distance from all the trailers, just so that when I watch it, it's a you know new, fresh experience. So,
1: yeah, now it it doesn't look like it's connected to any to Legion or anything else Fox is developing. It looks like it'll be a you know, standalone thing. Yeah, so, I, I, I would assume I that
0: because think... Legion is such a singular vision from yeah. noah Halley, noah and what he's been able to do with it is just so ridiculous trying to work in other i guess franchises into the same tone or whatever it would be weird and i think the fact that this is the gifted is separate probably works best for them so yeah i think so okay so so let's keep the trailer train rolling, and switch to the other ma- major uh, Marvel st- or major uh, comic book movie studios uh, with the DC yep. Comics Justice League. Hop on board the trailer train. Oh yeah, choo choo! Uh, Justice League. They released their trailer um, for uh, for the movie, and guess what? It looks pretty cool. I think it does. Yeah, I. Yeah. I have allowed myself for, I don't know why, but for uh, the DC comics and those movies, Mm -hmm. I have a very different approach to it than, than, like, the Marvel and everything else. On the other stuff, I want to be surprised. I want to experience everything for the first time. For all the DC stuff, Mm -hmm. I want to just... I want to take myself through all of the, you know, the how is this made, how...
1: You know how are they promoting yeah.
0: this movie and you know i, I want to see everything once it's available just to see how it's done a, a, a different viewpoint like rather than you know just watching everything mm-hmm. or, or, or rather than i guess isolating myself from all the information or just watching it just to watch it i'm really watching all this dc stuff more trying to learn about you know how how yeah. the machine your machine works studying it yeah so that's that's why I have seen this trailer, and by the looks of it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know,
1: it it looks really good. It's a, yeah, you know, I find it interesting that you can you can clearly tell that this trailer was cut mm-hmm. in you know, after Wonder Woman was released because it, they tried to show off Wonder Woman as much as possible and make it kind of. Flow from that, yeah. You know, but we also get to see we get to see Cyborg in action. We get to see Aquaman in action. You know, uh, Flash making funny quips.
0: Yeah, you know. and I, I think all of, all of that is good. Um, I did have one minor complaint with it, and it, it felt a little disjointed. It felt a little bit like there was two people making the same movie, which is kind of what's happening. Um, yeah, and I think that'll be different because right now, or that'll be different once we get a little bit further along, but as of now they're, you know, still wrapping up reshoots I think or they just finished reshoots so, right. or something like that um, and they'll be able to mess with the film and make it so it's one cohesive whole, but as of right now it still feels a little bit like you know, there are two creative forces behind it, so
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, they're there are two creative forces so it kind of makes sense yeah that's but i mean
0: it it fits with you know where they currently are with the project so hopefully they'll be able to you know take what they got and make it work bring it together exactly yeah exactly it's definitely a,
1: a good trailer that has lots of people excited so i am fairly optimistic
0: at least yeah without a doubt um so yeah. Uh next up Shazam uh yeah is the next DC movie uh to be shot um after Justice League. And this is a little bit surprising because we don't know who our Shazam is. And we also don't know do we know who's directing Shazam? I forget. Like there's ah. there's not that much information released about this movie. Um, David
1: Sandberg is directing.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, but David Sandberg, uh, I want to see where he takes it. Uh, and yeah, uh, it said he also uh, was the, uh, or it says here he also was he's the director of Annabelle Creation, which is about to come out, mm-hmm. which is a horror movie. Um, but at the very least, it knows that he, it shows that he knows how to work with kids, because because <laughs> shazam is about a kid who you know inherits shazam uh so we'll we yeah. will see what comes of it uh um mm-hmm. but also
1: I, i'm yeah same. i'm very interested in how they do this because you know, shazam is a character that not everyone's really familiar with yeah or at least uh the masses are not familiar with Mm -hmm. and if they're trying to build their universe post justice league then i mean this is a good place to start but they have to be able to sell a brand new character who's not you know superman batman or wonder woman
0: yeah i i agree with that um so I, i i do know a little bit about shazam i actually just read um one of his comics uh shazam versus the monsters of the society of evil i something like that something about society uh-huh. of evil and monsters and whatever it was really good but that being said yeah. it was very much a kid comic in that it had the light-hearted fun tone of you know of, of like a spider-man sort kinda of thing. like spider-man yeah um yeah and i you know i'd I probably shouldn't be too quick to judge uh, David S. Sandberg, um, especially because I love Doctor Strange, and that was you know directed by a horror director. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I I am worried that they might go too dark and gritty with this because this is a character that I think at its core should be fun and you know it's it's a kid and this kid you know of, co- of course it has to go through the things of like the. You know with great power comes great responsibility as a kid type thing but yeah it's also if they go too dark they go whatever it this is a movie that will quickly fall off the handles yeah so
1: i think this will be a good test for the tceu yeah you know whether they want to keep going dark they will take this in dark direction but this is a good chance for them to kind of pivot into a more lighthearted or at least show some variety in their types movies. So
0: that being said, I'm still crazy excited for this just because I love the character of Shazam. Um Mm -hmm. so we'll see. Uh and hope and, you know, apparently soon. So (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Yep. So keep keeping it on this uh DC train. Uh let's Uh, Move along to the Latest uh, Latest movie Uh, They're developing a Harley Quinn Versus the Joker movie
1: Yeah This one I mean I was also surprised By this one but I'm also Extremely excited for this Yeah so Harley Quinn was hmm. She was a great character in uh, Suicide Squad And the Joker was Is slightly absent but also very much a presence. Uh, and so having them kind of go head-to-head, I think, is... You know, I want to see it, and I'm certain there are plenty of fans yeah. who would love to see something like I that. Mean,
0: seeing, seeing the Joker, I would like to see in a little bit more of a upfront role, just because he, he was good in the limited amount of time that he had, and I felt like it, it wasn't enough in Suicide Squad. And I feel... Like giving him a movie where it's him versus Harley head to head, that could be good because both Margot and Jared are awesome, and that should be interesting. That being said, we don't know that much yeah. about it other than this. This is just yeah, both stars are attached to return, and it's a working title for. But other than that, yeah. you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I just I want Harley Quinn to get more, you know.
0: More character development to see more of I mean, she's going to get a her. Lot. She Like, she has the uh, Gotham City Sirens, which that's the movie that David Ayer is moving to. Uh, oh, true. After um, Suicide Squad, she's going to be in... I believe she's going to be in the Suicide Squad sequel, which right now... Mm-hmm. Uh, Kwame uh, Colette Sarah. I don't know if that's pronouncing his name right, but he's currently the frontrunner to direct. Um, and, yeah, and then also this movie, so she's got she will have time to develop as a character she will have time to to do her thing
1: yeah so
0: So, looking forward to that uh
1: but uh keeping up with our dc movies uh wonder woman 2 which uh probably not the final title but the sequel to wonder woman Mm -hmm. has a release date yes uh it'll getting released uh in, on December thirteenth,
0: twenty nineteen. Yep. So. So, this is. Not necessarily interesting. I mean, it is interesting, but, it's kind of taking over, that Star Wars spot. Yeah, because you know, yeah. in twenty, or I guess this upcoming, you know, Christmas, uh, that's when uh, you know, Star Wars episode, eight. Yeah, 8 will be released. Um, Same deal for Episode 7, same deal for Rogue One. And in 2019, for the Han Solo movie, they're pushing it to a summer release. And that leaves the slot wide open. And Mm -hmm. that could be very good because oftentimes with these Christmas movies over the break, these movies have a lot of legs. So they make a whole bunch of money in its first weekend... But it keeps going throughout Christmas. And, you know, especially given how well Wonder Woman is doing now with with the legs that it has. Because currently, at least domestically, it is... Although in its first weekend, uh, you know, was matched, I guess, what the predictions were. Especially my prediction, because I was only off by one million. And I'm very excited about that. But enough of tooting my own nice. horn. Um, domestically... I was way off because I thought the movie would, I guess, go down like like a, or fall off like a normal movie. Maybe a little bit slower than a normal movie, but like this movie still has the legs. It's still making multiple millions per weekend. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's currently on pace to, you know, make more than Guardians of the Galaxy for the summer. Which is kind of crazy because Guardians made an additional 40 plus million in its opening weekend. Um, mm-hmm. So it's... Yeah, good for Wonder Woman. Yeah, you yeah. uh, know, I
1: I also know that this is just a, a relatively quick turnover for, a sequel, since it'll be what two and a half years.
0: Yeah, I mean that yeah. being said, there have been quicker turnovers, like Star Wars True. is just two years. Uh, you know, oftentimes like with these franchises, it might seem a little bit rushed i think two and a half years is actually a decent amount of time sometimes movies get re- or get announced that they're coming out in a year and a half and they have to do everything write it you know direct it you know, shoot it and then you know edit it and pub- publicize it and all that yeah um and that can hurt a movie if it's not handled well um and i think two and a half is probably a good amount of time and on top of that uh, Patty Jenkins has already started developing the story. She already, you know, has, you know, I don't know if she already has, you know, a first draft in, but like she's, she is making it through her, or uh, like Patty Jenkins, you know, making the movie and she's moving and this it's the thing that's happening and it's excited. It's exciting. So yeah,
1: yeah, uh, you know, I and. Many many other people are very much looking forward to
0: it. Yes. Speaking of things that we're looking forward, most, mostly you though. Yes, my
1: probably my favorite piece of news. Uh, the Science Channel sets uh, the MythBusters official return date. You know, after uh, losing that, or after ten seasons, you know, uh, moving on in... Casting new hosts, uh, the new MythBusters will premiere on November fifteenth, uh, and you know I am very excited for this. I am sure many other people are. MythBusters was such an iconic TV show for you know people our age.
0: All the tiny little engineers mm-hmm. out there. Yeah,
1: uh, everyone who likes explosions, you know, mm-hmm. and to to see it kind of. Grow into a new thing uh, and live on past its original hosts uh, will be really cool to see. Mm-hmm. You know, I have not seen the new hosts in action, but from they they did a whole uh, like reality TV show thing for casting the new hosts. Yeah, and from what I saw from that, they're actually it looks like it'll be pretty good. You know, they they know what they needed from hosts. Mm-hmm. They found people who were really passionate about the original Mythbusters and people who had the charisma and the energy to really make it a good show. Yeah. So
0: I will absolutely be watching when it comes out again. Cool. I'm in. I mean, I am clearly not, I'm, I'm not nearly the same level of Mythbusters fan that, that you are. Um, I mean, I loved the show growing up, but like it, it wasn't like, you know, watching it live. Like I don't know if you ever did watch it live, but like still, uh, it's, I watched it. It just, you know, wasn't always, uh, I guess Mm -hmm. a staple. I mean, I, I love the show, but I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do now. Um, I don't know if if they're going to be able to go on without their original hosts. Um, but we'll, we'll see. It's well, I mean, white rabbit, uh, you thoroughly enjoyed that, right? Yeah, I like that very much. Yeah, so this, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be more of the same of the old Ghostbusters or try to update it to something a little bit Ghostbusters, not new Ghostbusters. Or whatever. Um, but we'll see. And Yeah. And at, at least how you described how they found these people to fill in, it sounds like they had all the things that you would want, you know, in one of these hosts. Really charismatic, enthusiastic about the subject, guys, that you know that enjoy blowing things yeah. up so and you know really that's all that matters exactly yeah the love of blowing it's things just a up.
1: question of what it, it probably will never get back up to the the following that the original mythbusters had but yeah
0: you never know yeah but that, that might even just be more of a statement about the science channel than it is about you know yeah than it is about anything else but you know regardless um you're both excited for this you more so, but yep. also I don't think I have been ever I've ever been excited for anything as much as you are for this. So. Th- that's true. Um, so yeah. Um, yep. So let's keep moving with other news that has dropped. Um, Galaga, the classic uh, arcade game, they're making that into an animated TV series. Yeah. yeah.
1: Why? Uh, I think because there is some law that says they have to continually make video games into you know tv shows and movies Mm you know someday it'll be good i I think an animated tv series is definitely better than a live action movie yeah especially for something like galaga yeah and and
0: we'll we'll see what they do with it and it's, it's always tough to uh Make a video game into a movie just because there's so many different factors that you need to incorporate that people love about the game, and everyone has a different small thing about the game that they just love, and if the TV show or movie doesn't have it, there there's a whole group of people that are going to be upset.
1: Yeah, and And you know, Galaga Galaga is good in that way in that it's a pretty it's a relatively straightforward game. You know, there's no. you're not picking characters there's no storyline to it you're you're moving back and forth and shooting alien ships out of the air yeah that being said so
0: i don't know how they're gonna do it how they're going to capture like these action scenes take it from this 2d very simple side to side you know spaceships shooting blasters and turn that into a dynamic uh yeah action piece that still captures the original feeling and that's I think if they're able to crack that then the show could be good um yeah but i just don't know how it's going to be done yeah i mean
1: i can i can picture you know the you know the space force you know following a pilot going through you know and you know fighting in this alien war or whatever i could see that working you know it's just like you said capturing the uh you know, the kind of essence and nostalgia that Galaga has will be a difficult mm-hmm. task that
0: has not really panned out before So, yeah I I, I agree and we will find out uh, whether they can pull it off um, but speaking of things that are going to be pretty hard to pull off uh, HBO oh, has yeah. ordered a, a new TV show in alternate history drama called Confederate about Post Civil War, or uh, 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 about the uh the aftermath of the Civil War had the Confederacy won. Um, yeah. So the show by itself, I don't know. That being said, its creators are Benioff and Weiss, the people that have made Game of Thrones into the cultural phenomenon that it is.
1: Yeah you know so they're they're definitely a good team Mm -hmm. they've gotten a lot of backlash already just for you know the the idea and the concept behind it you know has Mm -hmm. not been taken you know it's not the you know there there's always concern about you know how they approach it you know what kind of message it's supposed to be what kind of you know how tactful they're going to be about this because it's obviously a very sensitive subject yeah. in many different directions and i mean they they've proven that they're a good team you know i for now i'll give them the benefit of the doubt but you know we'll go in feeling cautious i
0: feel like yeah it's we'll see and i, I mean i think one of the thing you know people are kind of upset because because you know, Benioff and Weiss are both white people talking about yeah, the black experience, or this alternate black experience, or whatever you want to call it. People are not too happy about that. But they do have uh, Nichelle uh, and Malcolm Spellman, uh, who were both veterans, uh, you know, writers and you know in this industry, worked on a bunch of great shows. Nichelle has worked on Justified and The Good Wife. Malcolm has worked on Empire. Uh, And the upcoming uh, Foxy Brown TV show. So Mm -hmm. they'll have people in the room that could make it work. Yeah. Um, That being said, the reason why I'm excited for this TV show uh, is because the idea itself, I don't know, but the fact that they're going to cover all these different aspects from politicians to, you know, slaves to slave owners to, you know, black people in the. There's covering a bunch of different aspects to this big grand story. They're kinda take like a Game of Thrones type of I feel like they're gonna take a Game of Thrones type of approach and like have all these smaller things going on everywhere that eventually comes together and some makes something bigger than you know yeah. than than the parts. And I think that that is Benny Offenweiss's, you know, specialty and you know I think they could pull it off. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. You know, it'll be a mixture just like Game of Thrones is of, you know, exploring the world and exploring the characters, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of having this, uh, having whatever the storyline is moving throughout that, you know, but mostly about, about the world and the people in it. So they, they will be good for that aspect at least. And, you know they're i don't think they're the worst people in the world to make something like this so long as you know they have you know they have people who can also provide experiences that they just don't have so
0: mm-hmm. yeah so we'll see uh i mean it's this is definitely a tough nut to crack but as mm-hmm. usual we are hopeful that they do yes they crack away always hopeful
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. But uh, speaking of other things that have gotten Twitter ablaze, uh, Doctor Who has announced their their new uh, uh, the new actor who will be playing uh, the iconic role. The the 13th Doctor is going to be Jodie Whittaker.
0: Yes. And Jodie, in case you were wondering, is not a guy with a girl's name. It's a girl with, no. with a girl's name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal.
1: Yeah. She's a lady person. Yeah.
0: And turns out people on the internet do not like those. Yeah,
1: casting like that, they're always going to, you know, offend mostly men who are not happy that, you know, oh my God, there's there's a woman playing doctor who but Mm -hmm. you know ever since peter uh capaldi announced that he was going to be leaving the role there's been rumors swirling around and you know lots of hope from most of doctor who's fans that there might be someone you know someone really new and different who could step into the role you know, that's been a role that's been exclusively played by white men and now we have a woman taking it on yeah
0: and so that's it's you know. exciting I don't really know Jody all too well um it's just she's never really crossed my path before and that's the case with all of the doctors before there like I didn't really know Capaldi before he was the doctor I didn't really know really any of them didn't know uh what's his face that became the purple man um i'm blanking on his name but you know who i'm talking about in jessica jones um he's also going to be in ducktales yeah. and i know all this information about him but i can't remember his name but that's fine because he's a great actor and he doesn't need need one podcast to remember who he is but we do remember David him we just, it, that yeah there you go ryan <laughs> See, isn't it nice to correct the other person When they don't know a name on a podcast
1: I know, I so rarely get to I know. Tell you who people are I
0: know, it's, it's it's really a great experience For both of us, just to experience the other side Of things
1: Exactly <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, uh, David Tennant Amazing, but didn't know him before he was the doctor it's, it's the type of thing Where these people are generally British actors Who do a lot of work on uh, BBC One And then come up and be the doctor and then you know do a whole bunch of other great stuff so yeah so we'll see and I you know again hopeful Jodie Whittaker is awesome in the role um and yeah girl power yep so um yeah let's see anything right. okay so now just to end the episode, we're just going to spit out a bunch of trailers. Or not not the end of the episode, but the almost end of the episode. We're going to spit out a bunch of trailers at you because there was a lot of them. Uh, so we yes. wanted to highlight three of them for movies that we are excited about. Uh, starting with Bright. That is yes. the uh, Will Smith uh, enters into a... I guess a Dungeons and Dragons-ified world of, like, present day. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's... And he, I don't get it, but also it's amazing, so... Yeah.
1: He, You know, Will Smith, the buddy cop, also fighting trolls or whatever, you know. Yeah. No big deal. But it's a, a you know full-length movie that's going direct to Netflix
0: Mm-hmm, yeah and uh, it, it so. is also reteaming uh will smith uh and david Eyre um from, uh, from suicide squad uh and mm-hmm. this movie looks ridiculous and amazing and it's movies like this like these creative ideas they don't often get made anymore um which thankfully to netflix um they're allowing some of this lesser known stuff to come out and be great so yeah you yeah. uh, know
1: uh other trailer another ring i am very excited for mm-hmm. uh is ready player one mm-hmm. the upcoming movie from steven spielberg yes uh, got its first trailer and it looks phenomenal uh you know for those of you who didn't read the book it's about you know there's a virtual world and uh, lots of people obsessed with 80s culture mm-hmm. and you know, everything's kind of big and grand uh, you know and it, it all of that comes through in the trailer you know there's DeLoreans and the Iron Giant you know shows up and you know yeah. big guys riding battle scorpions you know it, it looks like and immersive amazing thing that i'm very excited for yeah it's so
0: i i saw it i was also excited i also don't know that much about the book never read the book i currently have it I currently have the audiobook and i'm going to read it um probably after the movie comes out so yeah yeah i think that might be the move um but yeah it looks awesome uh you know, I love when things are referenced in other things, and this movie looks like two thirds references. So it's, I'm, I'm in board. I'm definitely on board. The
1: yes, the entire plot of the book revolves around references. Yeah, so. and I yeah. love that.
0: So I'm in. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, and last but not least for the trailers, let's keep it with an '80s theme. Uh, Stranger Things two. So. They yes. released their trailer. I love this show so much. I have been actively avoiding it like more than and possibly any other trailer, you know, out mm-hmm. there. It's another one of those shows like Legion, um, where I didn't know anything coming into it. And just as it was going on, I was just shocked and didn't know what was going on. And it was just all so good. Um, I don't want to know anything going into season two. I don't know where they're gonna take you know these characters and what they're gonna do and you know you've not finished season one, right? No, I've not. Okay, so I'm, I don't want to spoil it for you just in case you ever come to your senses, um, <laughs> but like it's good and I, I, I'm really excited for season two coming out around Halloween and yeah yeah so.
1: You know, from i i did watch this trailer and you know from what i saw of season one this looks like you know it, it has everything that people liked from mm-hmm. season one yeah
0: just continuing on and even more of it so yeah. well I, I it looks like i have heard part of the trailer and i the reason um, why i say it like that is because i was over at friend's house and they decided to watch the trailer and i was like no i i no i'm not gonna do that i went to the other side of the room covered my ears uh, and started humming so I couldn't hear it. However, mm-hmm. I did hear The King of Pop and Thriller, <laughs> and that alone mm-hmm. is really all I needed to just get super pumped for this TV show. And, yep. yeah, so I'm excited, and I'm sure this TV show will be thrilling. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, that will be awesome Yeah. Speaking of things so, that are awesome I, I
1: know that you really wanted to talk about You know movies So we'll talk about the Emoji movie Yes. You know the The up and coming Big blockbuster Gonna take over the world You know Movie that's uh, gotten Rave reviews uh, You know it's sitting at a massive six percent on uh on rotten tomatoes right now oh yeah so it looks like everybody loves it everyone you know it it, it'll do extremely well i'm sure and no one will be disappointed
0: yeah not no one at all uh no i mean this movie i was actually really excited for um I, i kind of felt like i was the only one kind of defending it um, because, you mm-hmm. know, on the film Facebook pages that I've been on, they, like, no one wants to see this movie. And I'm firmly a believer of if a movie can be made, I want it to be made well. Mm-hmm. Or I, yeah. I, I want it to be made, but made well. And I think it this movie had potential. It had an amazing cast, including The Greatest Casting Ever, which I've sure i mentioned on a previous podcast sir the knighted actor sir patrick stewart as the poop emoji so good and yes. they squandered they squandered that apparently um the only people that that liked it and they didn't even really like it was uh, this one uh i believe spanish or latin uh film reviewer and uh common sense media which is that's the company that writes articles of whether or not it's okay for a kid to watch a movie so apparently, if you're six years old, this movie's good for you. Yep. So. Yeah. So. But
1: you have some, uh, you know, and you have some
0: some thoughts about how well it's going to do. I do indeed. Uh, so as we've been doing the past couple weeks, um, I have had my uh, prediction corner. Um, quick recap of uh, last time I predicted apes. Uh, our War of the Planet of the Apes. My guess was 66 million. It got 56 million. Um, I blame my discrepancy due to uh, bias towards my cousin's movies. Um, I was overly optimistic <laughs> and uh, threw in Civil War, which made all the monies uh, in my comparisons, and that threw numbers off a little bit. Yeah. So, that being said. Uh, The following weekend, which I did not get to talk about on the podcast, um, was Dunkirk and Valerian. Uh, My model for Valerian, again, was way off. It predicted around $40 but luckily this time I was able to catch it. Um, Given the fact that that the weekend was so competitive, probably the most competitive weekend of the year, um, you know, with with Dunkirk also coming out and second weekend Planet of the Apes and third weekend Spider-Man I knew that the number would be way off so instead of the 40 million original guess I cut it in half off the top of my head gave it 20 million and the final number was 17 Uh, not too shabby not a terrible guess Um, but I guess my crowding achievement of last weekend was Dunkirk my guess was 49.5 million not bad at all 'Cause mm-hmm. the actual number was fifteen and a half. So I was only off by one million, and that is a good guess. That's within two percent of you know its overall box office. And yeah, yeah. that's definitely a win. Uh definitely, definitely a win for the model. So even though it wasn't great on Valerian, it was able to protect Dunkirk to a T. Mm-hmm. So So Moving on to the emoji so, movie. Good good the, job. The movie of the hour. Actually, the movie of the uh, however long it takes to read one hundred and forty (laughs) characters. Yeah. So I ran the numbers. I came up with. uh, I found the movies I wanted to compare it to, uh, and it did not look great uh, for this movie. Um, Predictions online had this movie going for about twenty six million in its opening weekend. My number came out to nineteen point nine so about 20 million to twenty million, about 5 to 6 at least a ha- uh, at least 5 million lower than the next closest projection so yeah i don't know if that's just because my model's biased on the fact that the movie is going to be crappy or whatever um but we'll see uh right now i'm expecting because it appears like only two people like this movie um it will not make as much as as other, I guess, super popular uh, animated movies do. Maybe somewhere close to being on par with uh, uh, Ice Age. Um, Meltdown, I think, was the most recent one. Um, might not be Meltdown. I forget. No. Um,
1: There's one with the dinosaurs.
0: It's the... Extinction something. Uh, I don't even remember. Why am I forgetting the name of this movie? It has to do with people that are cold. <laughs> good good one yeah um collision course yes ah. dinosaurs and asteroid and all that stuff yes uh collision course and that movie made uh what did it make it made a it's first weekend it where is it 21 million so my prediction is not too far off from that ice age made a little bit more on its opening weekend um and dropped off severely and i have a feeling that'll be the case with this movie too because not that many people will like it after they see it and the word will not spread fast um yeah which sucks i really wanted to like this movie but oh well yeah no i i saw the trailer for
1: this one well when they first announced it i was like oh god they're just they saw the lego movie was good and they want to get it on it uh but then i saw the trailer and i'm it looked halfway decent you know it looked like it had a an interesting concept behind it and so i was i was willing to give it the benefit of the doubt but with all the uh now that the reviews are coming out and mm-hmm. you know last night it was sitting at zero percent and now it's up to six percent you know it's
0: uh, I, I will take a pass on this one so i don't that is fair you know. Weech's own. Uh, I might still see it just because I'm curious to see what they did with it and also just to watch Patrick Stewart because the poop emoji. Um, it's fair. But, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Hopefully it isn't as bad as everyone's saying. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I also just love TJ Miller, and I think him just talking is funny. So, And he plays the, the lead. He plays Gene, the meh emoji. And, you know, that'll i think i'll enjoy it i don't think it'll be terrible but also going with very temperate expectations expecting just to watch stupid colors on tv or on the movie screen for an hour and a half so yeah yeah okay so i think that's the podcast
1: yeah thank you so much for listening
0: yep. you made it through a whole hour 25 with us um thank you for getting this far um and yeah be sure to like subscribe follow um review rate right on itunes actually ryan we got a itunes review since the last time we uh we talked did we, we did um by this mysterious right, who person who we have to i'm currently opening up itunes oh. so i can read it as we promised uh we do read all of these reviews on on the pods um but yeah, we did get a review. Um, also, while my iTunes which is just taking forever to load, is loading, I will shamelessly plug uh, my other podcast, Onset with Errol Koenig. Do all of that fun stuff you're, uh, I told you to do to this one, like, like subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Do that to Onset as well. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, and on top of that, I have a new podcast coming out I'm doing with some of my other friends. It turns out Ryan isn't my only friend, much to my surprise. Um, ha. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Popcorn Confessionals. It's coming out very soon uh, You know, to iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, and yeah, and once that comes out, I'll be sure to let you guys know. But keep an eye out, and it should be awesome. Uh, we talk about the Cheetah Girls yeah. in the first episode. Uh, and the Lizzie McGuire movie in the second, so get psyched! Awesome, yeah. So I
1: have the I have the review in front of me. Okay. Uh, thank you, Kyle. Twenty five twenty. Thank you, Kyle. Yep. Yeah. This is in my top three podcasts, but I also only listen to three. I was definitely not pressured into listening to the podcast. Overall, it's worth listening to if you like. Movies, puns, and two college students who somehow have the time to do this. Well, thank I you, Kyle. Just have to say, Kyle, uh, you, Kyle. you you use the wrong two. You put T O O, so uh, you should really check your grammar there.
0: Well, but Kyle, you know what? If you had any brothers, I would say you are currently my favorite. Um, I don't know if you do or not because this is just some. You know, random guy that reviewed, but you are my favorite of all your siblings. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'll have Ryan come to your house and give you a hug. Um,
1: Fine.
0: Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, everybody, not just Kyle, but also thank you, Kyle. Um, And likes, subscribe, comment, review, uh, all that fun stuff to this podcast. Caught monologuing. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.